This is an EM Pulse Heartbeat with your host, Sarah Medeiros. Welcome back to EM Pulse. Well, it's that time of year again. All over the country, fourth-year medical students are submitting their applications for residency. It's always an exciting and stressful time, especially for those choosing competitive specialties like emergency medicine. But this year, well, it's 2020 and there's a global pandemic, so residency recruiting season is anything but standard. I caught up with Dr. David Barnes, Residency Program Director for the Emergency Medicine Residency here at UC Davis. He gave me some insight into how this year's interview season will be very different for both the applicants and the residency programs. David, it's no secret that a lot of things are different right now due to COVID-19. And I imagine that residency recruitment looks pretty different this year. So let's talk a little bit about some of those challenges. What are some of the big changes to the recruiting process this year? I think there are really two big changes this year. The first is that all interviews, not just for emergency medicine, but for all specialties, will be virtual this year. That means there's no face-to-face interaction with the faculty or the residents in a program. There's no visiting the hospital where applicants are going to spend the next three or four years during their residency. And there's no visiting the city outside of unscheduled visits and, and not associated with the interview day itself. There won't be visits to most of the cities. And it's such an important decision where where you're going to spend the next three or four years of your life. And you know, a lot of people will actually stay in the city they train. So I think visiting that location and getting a sense of the culture and the people and what it's like to actually live in that area is important. So those are, you know, three three big areas that, that applicants are going to miss out on this year. The other big change this year is that the number of EM rotations for applicants is limited. In most cases, uh, medical students are only going to be able to complete a single emergency medicine rotation, and the vast majority of those will be at their home program. So they're missing out on the diversity of the different types of training programs. They won't get to experience the difference between a, a typical county program and an academic center or, or more of a, a hybrid model. Most applicants are going to have a single slow this year, a standardized letter of evaluation. You know, for many applicants, that won't really make or break where they train or where they decide to apply. But for applicants who are maybe undecided or kind of on the fence about EM, they're going to have to put all their eggs in that one basket. It also is going to limit the amount of information that programs have about each individual applicant. And so we'll only have that one slow with which to look at and review an applicant's status for a program. How do you see these changes affecting the fourth-year students in terms of how and where they apply? I would not want to be an applicant this year. I think most applicants are very anxious about what this means for them. I think they understand uh, how limited the process is going to be compared to years past. I think we're all uncertain The applicants are uncertain. The programs are uncertain what's going to happen. I anticipate that we're going to see an increased number of applications to all programs because I think that's just the natural response. If there's uncertainty, then, you know, there's going to be a little bit of panic and and applicants are going to say, well, I just don't know. And so I better increase the number of programs I apply to. So what are some things that your team at UC Davis has done to adjust to these changes? We're doing a couple of things to try to adjust. The first is that we've altered our interview format. In years past, 
our applicants have five interviews with uh, five different faculty from across our program. We recognize that Zoom fatigue is a real phenomenon. We're all experiencing that this year as so many of our day-to-day meetings have gone virtual and we're spending way more time on virtual meetings than ever before. So we recognize that as, as applicants are visiting these programs virtually, they're going to be subject to the same type of Zoom fatigue that we are. So we've reduced the number of interviews to try to balance that against the real need to still learn about the program and meet as many faculty and residents as possible. We're also compressing our interview season. We've opened up more interview spots per day so that we shorten the interview season for not only the applicants, but the faculty. And hopefully we'll be able to maintain the energy and enthusiasm on both sides by doing that. The other thing we've done is we've tried to increase the visibility of the program and some of the messaging and branding that we normally do with in-person interviews. We've moved that over to some really cool videos that we've made about the program structure, UC Davis Medical Center, Sacramento, as well as some first-person narratives and testimonials from our current residents about why they chose UC Davis, what they like about training here, what they like about Sacramento, the people, the culture of the department, the program, and the, and the hospital. And I think that's, that's something you can only really hear from the residents themselves. Program directors will tell you to the blue on the face, oh, we've got you know, great culture, you know, come here, we're awesome. But if you hear it from the trainees themselves, that's really a powerful narrative. You know, I remember when I was applying many years ago, (laughs) that, you know, the social activity, that dinner or bar night, et cetera, that was really important. So how can this year's applicants really get an idea of different programs culture? I'm sure that most programs are going to continue to offer some kind of resident applicant interaction. And we plan to do that as well. Again, just like with the interviews themselves, it's going to take place in a virtual environment. We're still kind of working on that format. We're trying to make it fun. We don't want it to just be a typical Zoom meeting. I don't think there's as much value in that, but but definitely having an opportunity to meet many of the residents and interact with them in a low stakes, relaxed atmosphere. I think that will give the applicants a sense of who the residents are and what the culture is in, in the program. Hearing it from the residents is, I think, the key part. What kind of words of wisdom do you have for applicants in terms of how to get the most out of your virtual interview day and how to navigate this whole process? That is the $64,000 question. Uh, (laughs) I, you know, I probably have three things that I would say to an applicant. Most important is be yourself. And that goes for non-COVID times too. The applicant who comes across as kind, respectful, genuine, authentic, humble, doesn't take themselves too seriously. Those are the applicants that, you know, really paint themselves as very human. And I think as a good fit for the specialty of emergency medicine, as opposed to someone who is pretentious or tries to show off their credentials. Those applicants, I don't think are a great fit for the specialty. And I think the, the former not only will do well in our program, but I think those are people who are going to do well in life during residency and after residency too. My second piece of advice would be to, as much as possible, stay engaged for as long as you can during this process. And, you know, if you're on your fifth, sixth, or seventh Zoom interview, I I know that's really hard and it's a two-way street. We're going to do the same. We're going to try and be engaged as much as possible with you. And if you meet us halfway, I think we're both going to get a lot out of that process. And number three, I mentioned this a a little bit uh, a few moments ago, but try not to take yourself too seriously. Have fun. I think there is a way to really enjoy 
this. And if anything, we might even be surprised at how much engagement there is. I think we're all a little down on the process. We're kind of coming at this like, oh my gosh, we just have to tolerate this for a few months and then everything will be back to normal next year. I'm more of a glasses half full type of person. And I think if everyone could come into this optimistic and hopeful, then maybe we'll all be surprised. So now I want to give you a chance to brag a little bit about UC Davis because, you know, I love this program. Obviously, I'm an educator here and I think we have an amazing residency program. But tell us, what are some of the things that makes UC Davis special? Yeah. uh, How much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there are several things that really kind of set us apart. First, we have tremendous clinical diversity in this program. Our residents train at seven different sites. They train at the primary center here. They train in three different Kaiser hospitals. They train at Mercy San Juan and Carmichael. They train at the VA and they train at Shriners Hospital for Children. Just the ED population alone in the six of those seven sites that have emergency departments, the annual volume exceeds 500,000 patients a year. And I think that that just makes for a really rich clinical experience, not just the patient population and, and the volume and the, the trauma volume and, and, and all those things that people look for, but, but training in four different types of practice models, the academic center, the HMO model, a VA model, and a fee-for-service model. It really hits all the buckets of emergency medicine, and it prepares our graduates to go out and practice in really any type of practice environment when they're done. We have the military partnership, which is unique. There are only four programs like that in the country, and we're the only civilian-based military training program for the Air Force. The second is really the design of our program, and part of that draws from the mixture of clinical sites, but primarily at the primary site, UC Davis Medical Center, we're kind of in this unique position of having an academic infrastructure here at, at the only level one trauma center, the only pediatric center, the burn center, the regional poison control center, But at the same time, we serve a traditionally urban underserved population. And so you you kind of have the mixture of the academic field and the county field that I don't think a lot of programs offer. You really do get the best of both worlds in this training environment. We have a lot of fellowships. We have 10 fellowship programs. I'll direct everyone to our website. Check out our fellowship programs there. The last thing I will say, and, and I know I said they're not in any particular order, but I would say that this is probably the most important from my perspective, and that is the, the culture of the residency program. If you ask our residents, I think they will tell you that they feel supported. The program is transparent. We have residents who are involved at every level of the decision-making and, and the processes. Anything else that you feel we've missed or you want to touch on before we go? A couple of closing pieces of advice for applicants. One is that you've chosen a specialty that is emergency medicine that holds itself to a really high caliber. And in my opinion, there are no bad emergency medicine residency programs in this country. There are different programs. There's some are county, some are academic, some are three years, some are four years. And you're going to find some nuances between those programs. Some have more ultrasound, a little bit more critical care. Some integrate their peds experience longitudinally and some don't. And, and that's okay. If you come into the residency experience with an open mind and a growth mindset, and an appreciation that you get out of your residency training what you put into it, you're going to succeed wherever you go. The last thing I'll say to the applicants is just to take a deep breath. We're all in this together. Every one of your fellow applicants is doing the exact same thing right now. This is all brand new to the programs. This is all brand new to all of you. We don't know 
how this is going to go. We're keeping an open mind. We're trying to be really optimistic about this. And uh, I think if applicants are the same, they'll get through this just like we will. Yeah, I love that. Keep an open mind and be flexible. David, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thanks for giving me an opportunity, Sarah. I really enjoyed it. Well, one thing's for sure, it's going to be an interesting interview season for all involved. Are you applying to residency this year? Send us your questions and concerns and we'll do our best to address them. Connect with us on social media. We're at Impulse Podcast or on our website, ucdavisem.com. And remember to take a deep breath and be yourself. Thanks to Dr. Barnes and the rest of the residency leadership team and all of our faculty, staff, and residents who make our residency great. And thanks to OM Audio Productions for braving Zoom fatigue and recording all of this virtually. See you next time. Thank you.